Hi, everybody. I'd like to thank you for listening to Unexpectedly Gruntled. Uh, my name is Mark, and this was originally going to be called Obviously I'm Not Funny. It's going to be named that for a couple of weeks because uh, I told people that that's what it was going to be called originally, and now I've changed the name to Unexpectedly Gruntled because I found myself surprisingly joyful in life recently. Now, don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean everything's perfect or everything's the way it should be. But I'm working on things, working on life in general, and one of those things is uh, doing a podcast. The reason why I'm doing the podcast is because I've had a number of people in my life tell me that I'm funny and that I should do stand-up comedy. I feel that I don't have time to do stand-up comedy. I'm too old for it. I don't have time to break into it. Uh, Can't do... Two minutes at a comedy club every third Wednesday or whatever the situation may be. I plan on this podcast being done every week. Sometimes it'll be every two weeks. I mean two times a week. And sometimes uh, there may be three, four, who knows? It just depends on uh, how many funny stories happen. It's going to be a situational comedy podcast. Involving stories that happen in my life, interactions with people on a regular basis. I am not going to ever call anybody by name unless they get their permission to do so. Plus, it's more fun if I give people nicknames, which I am prone to do and have done my entire life. There will be a number of characters that will be regular characters. There will be some characters that are a one-time only shot. You know, one time they're in an episode and then we never hear about them again. However, my kids and I go play trivia, and they're my adopted kids, basically. I didn't really adopt them, but I've been in their lives for a long time, and to me, they're just like my own children. And uh, we go play trivia on Tuesdays. Therefore, I thought it would be kind of fun if, uh, you know, if we did some trivia for gift cards, thousands of dollars in cash and valuable prizes. Just kidding, you're not going to win that. It'll probably be gift cards. Anyways, so if you're one of those people that have a hard time paying attention or you fall asleep during the show, you go to the movie during the most important part and come back and want to know what happened, maybe take some notes. Just to give you an idea, this is the way it'll work. I work for a company and in the accounting department, I've pretty much given most of the people their nicknames. And I don't know how much you know about accountants, but typically... I don't believe they're allowed to laugh. If they laugh, they lose their CPA license or they get audited, uh, you know, and they verify that they really are, in fact, accountants. Uh, There is one accountant in the department that I call her Angry Bird sometimes. I'm just going to call her the alien accountant or AA for short in this particular instance. Pretty sure she's either an alien or she escaped from a mental hospital because she's got a super outgoing personality And she doesn't act like the other accountants in the department. Just so you know, some of the other people in that department are the sequel or the replacement. Same person. He's got perfect hair and he always has fun socks. There's the teenager. And she's either a horrible artist or she has children and they're great artists. But most of them sit there and stare at me with the exception of AA. And she will sit there and laugh at me. And occasionally I'll hear laughter out of the corner They all sit in one central cubicle section, and there's one person who's over in the corner by himself. I call him timeout because he must have done something wrong, and he's being punished. Anyways, he's like Wilson off of uh, 
the tool time show, whatever it was. Anyways, occasionally he'll laugh, look over the fence and say something. And then he goes back to what he was doing. <clears throat> so if you guys are curious about uh, who some people are, take notes so you can win some gift cards or whatever. So just so you guys know, I uh, travel sometimes for work, not all the time, but on an occasional basis. And uh, here's, I guess, my first story. So I was traveling recently and I don't know what was going on, but in the hotel room next to mine, there might have been a rugby team of under six-year-olds. Not 100% positive, but there was so much ruckus going on in the room next door. I mean, they were banging on the walls. There was screaming, there was crying, and typically there was a lot of crying till, mm, I was going to say probably about 1.30 in the morning. Well, uh, I asked the front desk lady the next morning, hey, there was a lot of ruckus going on in the room next door. Do you have any idea what's up? And she said, yeah, well, the power went out in the area because we had a huge storm, so we had a lot of families staying here in the hotel, and, uh, you know, just they didn't have power they didn't have bathrooms. Apparently, children like bathrooms. And uh, so they all came to stay in the hotel. I just happened to be the fortunate one that was in the room next to them. I didn't knock on the wall. I didn't anything because, you know, I've uh, been working on my patience. Anyways, so the next morning I said, well, if they're going to be staying tonight, is there a possibility I can move somewhere else because I'm here for work? I'd like to stay somewhere a little quieter so I can get some rest. And she said... Uh, they're not staying tonight. They're actually checking out. And I said, oh, okay, cool. So that night when I got back from work, saw a couple going into the room, uh, a man and a woman. I'm assuming they were married. They're probably late 60s, early 70s. And I said, hey, can I talk to you guys? Because just so you guys know, for the record, I'll talk to almost anyone. I don't really know any strangers. So I said to them, hey, Neither one of you plan on crying all night, do you? And the gentleman said, I don't plan on crying. And she said, the night is young yet. You don't know that for sure. And I said, apparently, sir, you may end up crying later. And he said, apparently I will. And she said, don't worry, he doesn't cry for very long. He usually dries up pretty quick. So apparently, uh, you know, she doesn't, whatever, in, do whatever she does to him to make him cry for a long time. Uh, one thing I can tell you is that two of the kids, they're twins, and I will refer to them as T1 and T2 temporarily. Names will change in this podcast too. T1 and T2 may change to something else later on. T1 is obviously the oldest of the twins. T2 is the younger of the twins. I will refer to them by those names for now. T2 said, hey, have you seen the show Yellow Jackets? And I said, I'm not familiar with it. Anyways, if you guys haven't heard of it, it's about a soccer team. It's based off the t the movie Alive, which took place, I don't know, I think it was filmed in the 90s. But it's based off of a story about some South American, I was going to say Chilean, but I don't know what it was. Some soccer team that crashed in the Andes Mountains and they had to resort to cannibalism and that sort of thing. So you understand that basically it's the same premise. I assume they crashed in Canada, but I guess we don't really know where they're at. All we know is that they crashed. Well, like I said, I travel for work, and I don't know if you guys have what you've done in your lives. However, I can tell you that you can ride in a car and your shirt will be wrinkled and your pants will be wrinkled 
or you can fly on a plane and open your suitcase and all of your stuff looks like you slept in it and you woke up in a ditch in Kansas or whatever. It'll be wrinkled and I don't know, it'll just be a mess. Anyways, in this show, Yellow Jackets, they've been in a plane crash. They crashed a plane. They've done things that most teenagers typically don't do. They have to hunt for their own food now. They have a seance. And you know what? All of their clothes are perfectly pressed, which I don't understand. Just an observational thing. Like I said, check it out for yourself. It's actually really entertaining. So traveling back from one of my trips, I talked to the couple sitting next to me in the plane. I'm going to call them Pineapple and Austin. They're from Austin. They came to Colorado, which is where I'm from, to escape the heat, apparently. He didn't really say this. This is just the gist I got. He said it's incredibly hot down there. And I said, oh, like they built Austin over the entrance to hell and somebody didn't seal the door properly with weather stripping. He said, yeah, very similar. So we talked a little bit. We found out that they were going to be staying in Colorado Springs, which is the town I live in. And that they were going to be staying at an Airbnb. Since we talked for over an hour, I said to them, Hey, you guys don't have to pay for an Uber to go downtown to your Airbnb. I could take you when we get back. The guy was all like, cool, cool, because he's a guy and he wants to save 25, 35 bucks, whatever it costs to go from the airport to downtown. The lady said, uh, okay, kind of hesitantly like, She's thinking, this guy's weird. He's going to bury us in the woods or leave us somewhere stranded. Possibly not alive, stranded. So, when we got to Colorado Springs, we landed in the airport. The first thing that happened when we got off the plane is a police officer approached me and he said to me, Hey, Mark, how's it going? And I said, great, Officer T., Things are fantastic. It turned out I knew the guy. He knew me. Her whole demeanor changed. And she was all like, oh, he's definitely not going to kill us now. Keep in mind, this is her internal monologue. The police have seen us with him, unless he's going to kill the officer as well, which I had no intentions of killing anybody. But she said, you know what? We'll take the ride. So now I have these people convinced that I'm not going to kill them, bury them, leave them for dead, anything else. I did explain to them. You guys go get your bags. I'll wait outside. Just so you know, I am typically a very lucky person and awesome stuff happens to me all the time. However, lately I've had a bit of bad luck with the exterior of whatever vehicle I'm driving. She said, why did you say that? And I said, well, the car that I have right now is currently a rental. My car's in the shop because they're getting it fixed. A bungee cord came flying out of nowhere on Memorial Day weekend Hit my car, hit my windshield, hit the cross member that runs up the side of the windshield and the hood. It was like $4,000 worth of damage. So I explained to her, I parked the rental car out in the sticks. It's parked way out there. They got their bags. They met me outside. We are walking to the car. She says, wow, it really is a long way out there. I said, I told you. Because invariably, at least coming to my car, lately what seems to happen is that the family or the people, whoever they are, I never get to see them. I just witness whatever happens. 
probably have quadruplets that are three years old and two of the kids are in karate class and the other two kids and even one of the karate kids are into horticulture, agriculture, whatever it is, dealing with plants and farming. And they've taken the kids to buy rakes. They went rake shopping. The children get to purchase their own metal rake. They park next to me. One kid's swinging the nunchucks. The other three kids get to unload their own rakes out of the car. And by the time I'm done, the side of the car, the windshield, everything else looks like it's been attacked by machetes or whatever. It's just a crazy situation. So that's why I parked all the way out in the back. For this podcast, I'm also not going to just say funny stuff. I'm occasionally going to talk about things that are uh, close to my heart. So it's basically like a public service announcement. I got sick in June, and I've never, ever had any anxiety. Typically, I'm not a depressed person. I don't have anxious thoughts, anxious feelings. I make a lot of notes. I write stuff down. I take care of things as far as... uh, you know, making lists. So I don't have a lot to stress about. That being said, I developed anxiety. And by developed, that's probably not the wrong word. I'm not Oppenheimer. I'm not in a lab. I'm not making an atomic bomb. I acquired anxiety, which I can tell you is nothing that I would ever wish on anybody. And I have to be honest with you, it's probably just as destructive as an atomic bomb, if not more so, because it probably affects more people in current everyday life because of the fact that, well, we're not shooting atomic bombs off at each other on a regular basis. So if you know somebody with anxiety or who deals with anxiety and depression on a regular basis, be there for them, listen to them. Uh, You know, I've told people in the past with anxiety in my life because I'm a person that says the things I'm thinking typically, although I've been working on that. I've said to them, hey, just don't think about it. Well, I realize that's not the way it works. Telling somebody with anxiety not to think about the problem is telling, is like telling squirrels not to climb trees. It's going to do it. They're going to happen. It's going to happen anyway, regardless. And it is the worst thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. And I've had a heart attack. I have had two heart procedures and I have seven stents. The cardiologist basically said something like this. Well, your heart is like the freeways in Los Angeles. Everything's just really clogged. So, anxiety to me is worse than that. I went through a phase for about three weeks where I could not sleep. I literally was probably sleeping two hours a night, and I'm a person that never has a hard time falling asleep. But every time I would fall asleep, I would hear this demon-like voice that would say to me, You're going to die. It's very scary. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I couldn't get out of my head. For the most part, it's gone. However, I've noticed if I don't get a lot of sleep, it is horrible. So if you know somebody with anxiety, talk to them, listen to them, be an ear for them. Try to uh, help them deal with uh, the issues they're going through. Just be there for them. Uh, I told the demon voice, for the record, dude, you don't have to tell me I'm going to die. I understand now. You already told me six times. Just don't tell me and wait till I'm asleep and kill me. Or send a girl demon, you know, to come along and say something like, you're going to die, but you're not going to need any pants. And I'd be like, sweet, I'm going to die, but I don't need pants. And I would, whatever. Anyways, it's horrible. If you know somebody with it, help them out. 
throw him a bone. I did tell you that we play trivia on a regular basis. T2 and I were almost super successful. Two weeks ago we went, we lost by two points. We came in second out of ten teams. And just so you know, go with your gut feeling in life. If it's your first response, stick with your first response. T2 and I had two right answers that we changed. If we would have kept the right answers, we would have tied. And then you get to like rock, paper, scissors or kickbox in the parking lot or something to find out who the winner is. So keep your original answer. For example, it may have been Mexico City and we crossed it out and wrote kangaroo. Or if the correct answer to the question was plunger, we crossed it out and wrote pine codes and dirt clods. And we lost. Anyways, I think this is going to be about the end of this episode for this week. I just wanted to let everybody know this podcast is for everybody. If you laughed once, twice, maybe even three times, invite your friends to listen to the podcast. We'd love to have you. Uh, We do have a Facebook page under Unexpectedly Gruntled. If you want to email me and tell me I'm ridiculous, which people do on a regular basis, the email address is unex gruntled g-r-u-n-t-l-e-d at gmail.com and i'd like to send a happy birthday out a happy 20th birthday to wolverine there is one other thing i'm going to do i'm going to do a music playlist every week that will be on spotify under the playlist name unexpectedly gruntled this week there are five songs on there the first song is hey montana by uh, Chase, I can't think of his name. The first song in the playlist is going to be Hey Montana by Chase Matthew. The song just makes me think that everybody's got people they miss in their lives. If there's any way you can reconcile with those people, you should try to do that. And, uh, you know, let them know that they mean something to you. The second song is uh, basically along the same lines. It's called Somebody to You by The Vamps. It's off Disney. Uh, The third song is Crazy in the Night uh, by Kim Carnes, and that has to do with the anxiety I was going with uh, when I was uh, dealing with my illness over the last couple weeks. There's a song called Hold On to the Memories by Disturbed, and uh, I don't know. You just got to... Be with the people you're with. Love them. Make fond memories. Enjoy your time together. And the last song is Fall On Me by R.E.M. And I just wanted to let everybody know the reason I like that song is I'm happy to be alive. And uh, grateful that I can do what I'm doing now. And hopefully this reaches some people and you enjoy it. Until I talk to you guys next, love your people. Give them a hug. Tell them how important they are. Thank you for listening.